All right, enough. Enough! Say the dog, enough! It's the Elemental Podcast Patreon, everybody. Woo, woo, woo! Woo, woo, woo! Woo, woo, woo! to you! Saturday, November 30th, 2019, 2.32 in the p.m., it's uh, it's over. November's over, everybody. It's over. It's over, Red Rover. It's over. Um, boy. Uh, all right. News. Good news. Hopefully, good news. Good news. We could all use some good news. Good news for me. I unexpectedly had a job interview yesterday. What? Holy shit! Someone replied to uh, one of my applications. They're like, yeah, we would like to interview you. I was like, holy fuck. Okay, so let's do this. And um, Friday worked out good. Uh, I didn't have to work yesterday. No dipping dots. Uh, They had an explosion there. I don't know if I said this on the podcast on Thursday, but there was an explosion at the dipping dot factory. Four people went to the hospital. Crazy. I mean, that didn't necessarily have anything to do with me not working yesterday, but it's just fucking crazy. But, uh, so it worked out. I was off Friday. Uh, they are like, let's do this shit, and I did it, and it, it's a big boy job. It's none of this, like, delivery-type shit. Uh, it was uh, it's a job that I probably am not qualified for, and hence, them even interviewing me was weird. You ever been in that position where you applied for a job that you probably had no business applying for, and then they are like, yeah, let's fucking talk to you. And you're like, okay. Um, and that's kind of what it was. It was for a home health care agency. And so you're thinking, all right, Stu, with your social work background, maybe it fits. But it wasn't for a social work position. It was essentially for a sales position. It was going into doctor's offices, adult foster care, rehab centers, and kind of selling them their services, the home health care services. And uh, what really, what got me in the door was the combination of the social work job and, shockingly enough, the comedy experience. They liked the fact that I had done that. So in their eyes, it meant that I had good people skills it meant that I was able to talk in front of others. And uh, they fucking got it. Finally, a fucking agency gets that some of these dumb skills that I have from comedy over the years can actually be turned and used for good. So I went and uh, I got there. And uh, I, it was very strange. No one was in the office. No one was even sitting at the reception desk, which was very strange. And uh, I go in and no one's there. And like for a minute or two, no one comes to address me. Like you figure someone, maybe someone stepped to the bathroom or whatever. And no one came. So I, uh, I'm looking around the office and I finally find this guy. And he was unaware that I was coming in for an interview. And so he calls his coworker, and I ultimately I think I don't even think this dude worked there. I think he was the husband 
of the woman that I interviewed with. I think he was just there on like maybe his day off or whatever. It's very strange. Um, so I sat down with the lady and uh, we went through the interview and it went well. Uh, can't lie, it, it did go well. And if it was a job that uh, I'm probably not incredibly qualified for, Hopefully they'll offer me the job. If they offer me the job, I'll fucking take it. Uh, go back to like a nine to five kind of fucking thing. But um, that's something you need to fucking do. I I need to do it. The, the comedy dream is dead. <laughs> it's over. I'm a failed comedian, everybody. And I I I told her that too. You know, I said that the the comedy dream is dead. Uh, and it just needs to change, and that's what's doing. You know, if I get the opportunity to do kind of like local shit, I'll do local shit. Do I want to travel ten hours one way for fucking gigs? No, I don't. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to travel to fucking Rochester, Minnesota. I don't want to travel to fucking uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Any of these fucking places. Anyway, I just don't want to do it. If I was 25, fuck yeah. I'm almost 50, fuck no. Fuck you and fuck your mom. I'm done. I'm done. So hopefully good things come from it. Although she said uh, there there would need to be a second interview with, uh, sounds like the nursing supervisor, which, I mean, that sounds weird. But it seems like this agency's pretty small. They're still pretty new. They're only like five years old. So, uh, hell. Cross your fingers, and your T's and dot your I's and all that shit. So hopefully things will come up McAllister. We'll find out soon enough. Uh, I bring it up the big boy job because I had, uh, as you guys know, I had applied for a position at uh, Amazon as a driver. And I got the job. And I went through two days of training. And after the two days of training, I was just like, fuck this shit. Amazon doesn't care about uh, me. Amazon doesn't care about their employees. They care about their customers, which is nice. But you know what? You can't continue to hire people, chew them up, and spit them out without there being some consequences, right? You know, everybody complains about Walmart and all these big agencies, these corporations, and fucking Amazon fits right in. And uh, I bring it up because there was an article, this woman who was a reporter uh, worked for Amazon in a fulfillment center. So she wasn't doing the driving part. But she was uh, just working in the warehouse, getting orders set. And uh, she talked about her time there. And she described it as being uh, physically taxing. Other employees were constantly tracked and micromanaged by means of the handheld scanners they carried around. And that was um, something when I was, as a driver, they had... Uh, GPS thing on the van which I guess that's kind of good to do so they could always track you and where you are but then I, they also had like an app on my phone and everything is all about speed it's uh, 
as she indicates the carrier that she had it tells you exactly what you're supposed to be doing at that time and exactly how many seconds you have left to do it before you are at risk of getting in trouble and i just hate that shit of cracking the whip and i knew that uh if I were to continue to work there, I'd fucking hate that job. I just can't have people telling me what to do all the time. I'm like, don't you guys have fucking something better to do? Um, don't you guys take into consideration of other things of like weather and traffic and whatever else? I don't fucking need someone to be on top of me, right? Uh, so this lady, her name is Gundelsberger, which that's a fucking mouthful, right? She sustained a stress injury in her elbow from the job, which she still deals with today, years later. Um, she said, at first I was like, man, that's wild. And then as I got through my training and started the job, really was clear why that was so necessary. I was popping Advil like all day long without even noticing how many I was taking because it hurt so bad the, the first couple of weeks. So just so much strain on yourself. And I just knew there would be strain on myself with uh, the packages and just getting in and out of the van so quickly and this and that. I'm like, fuck this shit. Uh, she says uh, by the time she left Amazon, nobody had started on the same day as me was there anymore. It really runs through people very quickly. And that goes with the whole, when I was in the training, the guy who did the training said, yeah, people last about three months. And he said that no, so nonchalantly. And it, it, he should have stopped himself and said, why the fuck are we chewing people out so quickly? Like, why, why do people leave if this is such a great job and Amazon is such a great corporation? People should look to be make this your career, not just like some fucking stepping stone. But uh, that's what Amazon is. They'll fucking uh, chew you up and spit you out. So fuck Amazon. If you're, if you're looking to be an employee there, fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, came across. Uh, I always have these problems with teachers teachers get such a bad rap in the media and it's unfortunate so much of the shit they do it's always bad things unfortunately it's either a teacher having sex with the student that happens way too much or a teacher getting into a fight a student assaulting a teacher um just f fucking bad shit you don't you don't hear enough good shit with teachers if you're a teacher god bless you uh, that is an incredibly difficult job. I can't imagine doing it. I don't like teenagers enough. I don't like people enough that I'd want to sit there and try and teach them. And it, it, it sucks to me that you have to, uh, as a teacher nowadays, you got to take responsibility for why the kid's getting a bad grade. The kid doesn't take responsibility for it. You as the teacher, you to have to take responsibility for why this kid's a fucking dumbass, right? You shouldn't have to do that. It's accountability. Accountability's kind of going out the fucking window. But there was a teacher here uh, in uh, a small town of Denison, Ohio. And uh, when I read the headline, I was like, oh, this is fucking bad. 
because the headline of the article reads, High School to Reinstate Teacher Who Used the N-Word. And you're like, oh, fuck. That is not good. There is no good way. Like, I'm immediately thinking this uh, teacher is using the N-Word to describe one of her students. Just like they're giving her grief, and she's like, you stupid fucking ends. Or, you know, something like that. And you're like, oh, God, right? And uh, she'd been put on paid administrative leave after using the N-word in class. Uh, She taught an American history class. And uh, she used the N-word while teaching... uh, Where the fuck is it? Uh, In a government class. Uh, The district was alerted to the incident on Friday, November 15th, a day after the word was used in class during instructional time. The investigation found that during the government class while teaching a lesson on the death penalty, students were divided into two groups to analyze the court case for its aggravating and mitigating circumstances. I took a class in high school called Controversy. That was the name of it. Jamie gives me grief that I took a class called Controversy. But we talked about difficult things like the death penalty and abortion and things like that and basically uh what it was is the teacher would divide us up into groups and then we'd either have to be like pro or con for whatever we were talking about and hence you know that's what it was it was the controversy it was never easy things to talk about and oftentimes you were put into groups where you're like fuck i don't agree with this how the fuck am i going to defend it so it was good class and i loved it and this class kind of sounds like maybe it's pretty similar During small group student discussions about aggravating and mitigating circumstances, the teacher engaged one of the groups who were discussing the case. The teacher explained to the student group that derogatory terms were used during or were used by the perpetrator while committing a horrendous act. In doing so, the teacher used the N-word in its entirety while instructing. Many students reached out to the district for change in the manner in which controversial topics such as racism are handled in government class and across the district. Denison Community School District held a public forum at a recent school board meeting to hear input from the public on the matter. It is clear the situation has significantly impacted the educational environment of the district. Now here, here is the problem. She wasn't calling anyone specifically that. She was referencing a word that the perpetrator used during the act of a crime. If you're using a word like that in that capacity, in that context, I don't think there's anything incorrect about it. And I, I, I honestly don't think I'm wrong. It would be like reading uh, Hawk Finn and uh, taking out all the N-words used in it by uh, Mark Twain, right? In the context of the story, the N-word fits appropriately. It's, it's, it's a word. It's just the word. You're not directing it at anybody. There is a historical context to the N-word. Uh, and admittedly, it is atrocious. But you can't whitewash fucking history. You can't whitewash things that occurred. You can't take away things that were just a part of history, right? You can't. 
So it isn't like she said, hey, you stupid N-word. Now, it, what if she had used a different word? What if she said uh, faggot instead? Or what if she said cunt instead? Like those were words that were used by the perpetrator because she's just repeating words. Would there have been an uproar about those words as well? Maybe? I'm thinking probably not. Um, unless, of course, there was a person, probably a homosexual person, who objected to the F word in that capacity. Or maybe there would be a, a female uh, in, the, in the group who took a offense to the C word. People just need to let some shit go, right? Like, this is how it is. Sometimes the world is ugly, and uh, not everything's raindrops and lo uh, lollipops. I don't want to call people soft or snowflakes or any of that shit, but I'm like, God bless America, right? She wasn't doing anything wrong. So the... Uh, the school district said it's equally clear that the teacher had no malicious intent. The district will work with the teacher to implement necessary changes in order to transition the teacher back into the classroom and address the concerns of all involved. How awkward is that going to be when she comes back and then she's got to be in this classroom with probably she knows who ratted on her or told on her or reported her to... Uh, the administration, and now she's got to work with these fucks. Do you think these kids think they got like a leg up on her? Do you think they think, well, we got you, we got you by the balls now, lady. Uh, we kind of, we control this shit. Sometimes I think administration needs to go, listen, kids, you don't fucking know best all the time, and we're telling you right now that you don't know best all the time. So, the school commission, the district administration, they go, uh, we remain committed to providing a safe learning environment for all students and staff. And fuck, again, I hate that shit. I don't think she was creating a hostile environment by repeating words that someone said. If you're talking about, like, a Ku Klux Klan member... Uh, this person's probably going to say some fucking awful, awful words. And so then this gives you the opportunity to talk about those awful words, why they're awful, and maybe why this person said it and why you shouldn't say it yourself. Stop whitewashing shit. Now, if you're going to call a white guy a cunt, great. I'm not going to fucking cry about it. And speaking of a white guy who's a cunt, that'd be the one and only Mr. Uh, Kid Rock. You know, I can't lie. For the most part, I like this dude's music. I do. When his uh, that first CD came out with the Ba Whatcha Ba song and all that, I loved it. I knew all the lyrics to that dumb song. I don't think I could do it now. But I love that shit. And I love the stuff that he's come out with recently. Would I ever go see him? Probably not. It'd be too pricey and I just don't care. But um, Kid Rock, for the most part, he leans pretty much to the right. Because uh, he's a piece of shit. 
Uh, but good old Bob Ritchie, Kid Rock. Uh, for some reason, he's from Detroit, but he's he's taken up living in Nashville. I guess that's the new place. If you're a musician, a singer, whatever, you want to live in Nashville. So he owns a huge bar down there, down in Nashville. And uh, Kid Rock, as he's wont to do, got ham boned. And uh, got on, it sounds like he got on the bar or maybe the stage at his bar. And he just started ranting. And uh, clearly he was drunk because he said things like, I'm like Oprah Winfrey or Joy Behar. They can suck dick sideways. Now, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. If you're like Oprah and Joy and you're saying they can suck dick sideways, I guess that means that you're saying that you can suck dick sideways. I don't, I don't know. Get your shit together, Bob. He continues, fuck Oprah Winfrey and fuck Kathy Lee Gifford. He said as someone near the smartphone filming his monologue is heard to exclaim, he's blackout drunk. Uh, Gifford was recently in the news in Nashville because she moved there. That's weird that Kathy Lee Gifford would move there. But unlike uh, Winfrey or Behar, the volatile rapper, I wouldn't call Bob Ritchie a rapper. I mean, he raps in some of his songs, but I, I don't think I would fucking call him a rapper. He's never had any problems against her like he has against Winfrey or Behar. Rock is seen later repeating the suck dick sideways phrase again specifically. Now, how are you supposed to suck dick sideways? That's a very weird turn. And I'm not sure how that's done. Pretty much, you suck dick straight on. No other way to suck dick, Bob. Uh, he immediately leaps to preemptively declare that he knows he will be accused of being racist for his comments. I'm not sure how he's racist because he told Oprah to suck dick sideways. It's not necessarily a racist thing. To those who would say, well, I'm pretty sure Kid Rock's racist, he said, I'm like, fine, fuck off sideways. He's really into the sideways shit. He keeps repeating words, so that's something a drunk person does. A drunk person will keep repeating the same words because it's a comfort level thing. Fuck Bob Ritchie. He continues to say, I'm not the bad guy in this equation. I'm the fucking guy you want. Like, hey, he's pretty cool. And I'm like, no, Bob, I don't think I've ever thought you were cool. I like your music. Uh, you're turning out to be a piece of shit, though. Uh, and, th and that's how it goes. You never want to meet your heroes because you, you get to meet your heroes and they turn into huge pieces of shit like Kid Rock. What a fuck. He got in pro uh, trouble last year. He was going to be the Grand Marshal of the Nashville Christmas Parade, uh, but he said some shit about Joy Behar. He was like, screw that bitch. And so the people down there in Nashville were like, fuck you, Kid Rock. You can't call people bitches on, on national television. He did it on Fox and Friends. It wasn't like he did it in his house. He then went after Taylor Swift, Back in August, when he tweeted that uh, she is wants to be a Democrat because she wants to be in movies, and it looks like she'll suck the doorknob off Hollyweird to get there. Oldest move in the book. Good luck, girl. Now, that's f fucking weird. You're, he's got some problems with women. I don't think he's a racist. 
I mean, he very well could be. I think he's more of a misogynist. He doesn't like chicks. What do I know? Let's, uh, TMZ got a hold of some of this shit, everybody. So let's uh, go to the TMZ uh, video. Let's see what we got. Uh, I don't know how good it is. I, I can tell you they got the, on the screenshot. Uh, good old Bob looks like he uh, he likes beer a whole lot because he stores it in his gut. Uh, what I'm saying is he's fat. He's a fat fuck. He, he used to be really skinny in 1999. Now he's a fat fuck because uh, he's probably drunk and high all the time. But uh, let's hear what uh, good old uh, Bob Ritchie has to say if this uh, TMZ clip can uh, load up. My computer's slow as shit. I got the spinning wheel of death right here. Uh, it's going, going, going. It's just going. It's never going to come. Uh, come on, TMZ, you fuck. Well, if you guys want to look, uh, just go to TMZ.com and do a search of Kid Rock Drunk. And uh, I, there'll probably be 50 clips. But uh, you'll see that he's a huge piece of shit. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, keep with, uh, let's keep with the people of color thing. The racism shit. Whatever. This isn't nearly a racist thing. It could be a racist thing. I know people get pretty racist and they get pretty weird about stuff. Like when there is a, um, a character in, in the world, like a fictional character, everybody will associate that character as to whatever it was originally created, right? Uh, and they get mad when you change shit about it, right? Like uh, people got super duper mad, a lot of people did, when they changed Spider-Man from a white guy to a black guy people didn't fucking like that and uh to me it's kind of weird i'm like yeah spider this is who spider-man was but when they uh in this the movie they made that cartoon they kind of explain it's a multiverse thing and in this one universe uh, spider-man's a fucking blackhead and you're like all right i guess that makes sense there you go but uh what i'm talking about specifically here they're talking about uh, Santa Claus, right? Now, down in Kalamazoo, Michigan, the uh, Kalamazoo people, they wrote, uh, the government of Kalamazoo, they wrote, in an effort to be more inclusive and welcoming, downtown Kalamazoo will offer children an opportunity to visit with an African-American Santa during the annual Santa's Workshop event. The community has been asking for it said Sue Huggett, Marketing and Engagement Manager for the Kalamazoo Downtown Partnership. The Kalamazoo Black Arts and Cultural Center received calls from people asking where they can visit a black Santa. It's a beautiful thing to see, said Cindy Davis, Executive Director of the Black Arts and Cultural Center. The change is about being inclusive, she said, and about who has permission to be Santa. She noted how wrapping paper and other images of Santa typically use a white Santa and offering a black Santa helps uh, create a new normal for children. And I'm all right with it. I got no problem with the fucking black Santa. I mean, Santa's, he's a fictional character. I mean, he might have been a real human being. Saint Nick, I guess he was a real human being. But the the image of Santa Claus, yeah, typically it's a white dude, uh, you know, with the white beard. And he's fat as fuck. 
I mean, it, it'd be no different than like, hey, Santa's jacked. He's ripped. There was a, um, there's a documentary starring and I think directed and created by, um, of all people, Mick Foley, the WWE wrestler. You probably know him as Mankind or Dude Love, uh, Cactus Jack. He had a bunch of different names. But for whatever reason, Mick Foley is huge into Santa Claus. Got a real big thing for Santa. And he wanted to dress up as Santa. So he created this documentary about essentially mall Santa Claus and guys who portrayed Santa. And so there was... um, like a gay Santa and a black Santa and all these different dudes who um, just portrayed Santa and how it's just more about the character and about being loving and accepting and friendly and joyful. And God bless America, I cannot remember the name of the documentary. But uh, but go check it out. I To be honest, everybody, the first time I saw Black Santa, it was kind of weird. Because you're just like, ah, Santa's white. And so I saw a black Santa, and I was like, ah, you know, it's the first time you see anything that you recognize, but it's just kind of off. You're like, ah, the fuck, the fuck is that? But then you're like, ah, whatever, who gives a shit? It's Santa. You gonna give me gifts, Santa? Fuck, great. Here you go. Here's some cookies. Here's some milk. Give me a gift. I remember uh, I was in Athens, Georgia, when I was living down there. And uh, I went to a bar with my cousin, and I think he had just turned 21. He's pretty young. And uh, we're at the bar, and uh, there was a black Santa there. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I, w- I just went up to the dude, and I was like, hey, Santa, can I get a selfie with you? And I took a picture with him, and it was all pretty cool. That was also when I saw a record for... Uh, Colonel Sanders from KFC had created a Christmas album. I saw it it was displayed in like a record store. And I was like, well, that's fucking weird. I don't know what Colonel Sanders has to do with Christmas. I mean, he looks like he should put on a Santa costume. Good old, uh, it could be Colonel Claus. Selling you some fucking uh, chicken that you can give as a gift at Christmas. So... Very cool. I don't have a problem with it. So if you want to go see uh, Black Santa, if you live in the Kalamazoo area, uh, he will be there. Uh, well, let's see. A white Santa will greet visitors from 4 to 8 p.m. Thursdays and from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. On Sundays in December, visitors to Santa's workshop will instead be greeted by a black man from noon to 4 so, uh, Black Santa's definitely getting the short end of the stick on that. Getting a lot less time. Why don't you have them both there? Have dueling Santas. Right? Have the white Santa, black Santa. You could even uh, have people choose whatever line they want to go to. Right? I want to meet a white Santa and I want to meet a black Santa. Personally, I think it would be pretty cool if white kids went to go see Black Santa. Nothing against the white Santa. It would just be pretty sweet. So let me know if there's any weird shit like that in your town. If you got like, I mean, why not like an Asian Santa? Right? Pretty soon, sooner or later, though, people are going to be like, why isn't there a, a woman Santa? And you'd be like, well, that's Mrs. Claus. 
And then it's going to be like, well, what about trans Santa? And then I'm like, all right, we're getting into some weird shit now that I would rather just not discuss. Get, get, getting back to the, the original thing when I was talking about the high school teacher, I'm just like, fuck, Jesus Christ. There's too, there's too much stuff. We can't keep everybody safe from shit. So uh, keep sticking with Christmas. God damn. Doing a lot of fucking uh, good transitions today, Stu. Good job. Wasn't necessarily planned that way. It's just turning out. There's a girl, nine-year-old girl, in Saginaw, Michigan. She's trying to do her best in being a Santa Claus herself. She's doing something pretty cool. Uh, you know, props to her. Her name is Sophia Burns. Props to her. Uh, probably not related to Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. But uh, good for her. And the reason why she's not related is because she wants to give things away. Coming at, Her birthday's coming up, or it did come up, and uh, her parents were like, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And the chick said, nothing. I got enough shit. I don't need any more shit. That'd be sweet if a nine-year-old said shit. Uh, so they're like, all right. So then what Sophia decided to do is she decided to have party and then all the gifts that she was brought she would donate to toys for tots it's like oh that's pretty fucking cool right she's in uh third grade and uh in saginaw and she was like uh let's do this shit so th this is the problem that i have though she had a huge fucking party she hosted this party at Delta College. Why the fuck are you hosting a party? You're a nine-year-old. Why are you hosting a party at a college? That's weird to me. She invited 29 friends. Fuck. Who had 29 friends when you're nine? You know, like three people. So, I mean, unless she's just inviting like her entire class. There's no, there's no fucking way. I don't think I ever had a party that big. I remember one time I invited just three people uh, to a party. We went to uh, Ground Round. I don't know if you guys remember that chain at all. Uh, I went to Ground Round. You know, see, I had, uh, there was a Darwin Zare and uh, Craig Baumgartner. And I forget who the third person was. It might have been my buddy Luke Cusack. But I only, there were only three people there. That's all I wanted. I fucking I can't imagine having twenty nine friends. But uh, here, this is the thing too that it's it's strange to me too. Of like, her parents are like they're super proud of their daughter for being selfless and altruistic. And I'm like, ah, uh, I is she? I don't know. She's not giving anything up. She's just giving shit that she never had. It's kind of like people are giving her stuff and then she's just immediately turning on to someone else. So the, the sacrifice isn't really there. She herself said, I don't need any of this shit. I don't know. Uh, they said she's nine going on 14. And at the same time, Marvin and Shauna Burns' parents were not all too surprised by their daughter's willingness to give back. She's donated eight inches of her hair to wigs for kids, good for her, collected 25 items for girls on the run, and helps a girl in school with autism with homework through a program called Vikes. I don't know where that 
don't know if that's an acronym for something or what. That's a weird name. Hey, let's help autistic children, and we're going to name it after fucking barbaric human beings. Um, we'll see what happens. Good for her. She's giving up shit. But I do hate I do hate when they're like, oh, yeah, these kids are doing shit. This kid's do- collected blankets to give to homeless people. They're three years old, and they've collected 800 blankets over the years to give to the homeless people. Well, how much did the kid really fucking do? How much did the kid really do? That's, when I, today, this is not nothing to do with nothing, but it has to do with kids. Uh, in Grand Rapids here, you have to bag your leaves, right? You have to rake your yard, and then you just can't rake it to the curb. You have to uh, buy these huge paper bags, and then you can't just go to like Lowe's or Home Depot and buy their bags. You have to specifically buy City of Grand Rapids bags, which is a huge pain in the ass because I don't know who does the ordering for this shit, but whenever I go to stores, there's always a period of time where everybody's like, yeah, we're out, we're out, we don't have enough. They can never order fucking enough. Which is weird to me. They should always buy surplus bags because the shit doesn't expire. It's a fucking bag, for Christ's sake. But uh, So it's been like about two weeks before I could find a bag anywhere. So, and you can only, well, never mind. So I go to this hardware store. I go to Riley's hardware store. They always fucking have them or usually do. And so I go and they had them today. And the lady is like, Hey, would you like to round up your purchase to donate money to the Children's uh, Miracle Network? And I was like, fine. It was like 50 cents or whatever. They always get you that way. They should always do the round up thing as opposed to like, would you like to donate a dollar? Because people more often than not be like, fuck the kids and the dollar. But then they're like, round up? Yeah, right. I'll give them the 95 cents, right? The People are more likely to do that. So they just need to be smarter and just doing the round up. More people will give the 20 cents or whatever. But so she does that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then she's like, oh, it's nice of you to do. And I was like, well, just so you know, I really, I don't like kids anyway. But, you know, we got to do it for the children, right? Do it for the kids. And she goes on to tell me, she asked the person earlier, and the person said, no, the kid, have the kids ever given me anything? And then she said, uh, I said, uh, we're talking about a five-year-old kid with cancer. What the fuck do they have to give you? And she's uh, 100% spot on. What the fuck does a five-year-old with cancer have to give you? So uh, round up. Give it to the kids. Fuck, this Sophia chick in uh, Saginaw's giving up toys. So uh, good for her being selfless. Being selfless. Uh, I saw an article uh, today, and I just don't understand what this shit is. I hear about it all the time. Do you guys know what the fuck the dark web is? Because I don't really know what the dark web is. You hear about it, and you're like, yeah, it's on, it's on the fucking internet. I found this shit on the dark web. And I don't... I don't know what the fuck, what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck is the dark web? So there was an article here that uh, says, what is the dark web and who uses it? It says here, uh, in the dark web, web pages exist on networks that require special software to access. People use the dark web to remain anonymous or untraceable. 
You won't find dark web pages returned in your search engine results, but even if you never go there, you should know about the dark web and why people want to visit this region of the online world. So already it's like sketchy as fuck. I don't have much interest. It just seems like it's one of those things of like you go there and immediately you're on someone's list somewhere. It's kind of like the whole thing where um, what's his nuts uh, what was it Peter Townsend from The Who when he was talking about apparently he was looking at all sorts of fucking uh, child porn sites or something awful and he was like oh I was doing research you know trying to fucking find uh, criminals or whatever I'm like oh, so even if that were true you're on someone's fucking list immediately you stupid fuck so they give a couple uh, descriptions of different things uh, there's the surface web and apparently that's the web that we all know and love, everybody. That's the Facebook, and that's where we go and search, use search engines like Google. And it's everything that we see. It's great. There we go. There's another level underneath it called the deep web. And the deep web is made up of information that cannot be indexed, searched by familiar search engines. Examples include financial information stored online, a database of scientific knowledge or even medical or legal records stored on the internet using technology that blocks search engines from including them in search results. So there you go. Uh, you can, there is a way that you can search for them with an invisible web search tool. Which again, I'm like, why the fuck do I want, none of that stuff is interesting to me. Now I imagine if I was a smarter human being, I could use it to, probably steal shit or get information to blackmail people but i'm too stupid sometimes i think my stupidity uh prevents me from getting into trouble so that's good so then there's the last the deepest and darkest web the dark web it consists of mostly illegal information products and services that don't hold interest for the average user the dark web is a small part of the deep web but is even less accessible and you need specialized browser to go there. The browser allows you to visit pages using a specialized protocol that your normal web browser doesn't use. Finding your way into and around the dark web takes a bit more computer knowledge than using the service web or deep web. And again, this is all shit that I'm like, you're going to go there. You're going to get in trouble. Why the fuck would you want to do it? And I, and I don't want to do it. I ain't going to no fucking dark web. Uh, why does anyone use it? Uh, essentially to commit crimes, everybody. You commit crimes on this shit. The dark web's offer of anonymity is a huge draw for those who want their illicit activities sealed away from the public eye. Porn! You're buying drugs or weapons, stolen bank accounts, fucking Christ, passwords. An entire marketplace known as the Silk Road was infamous for buying and selling illegal narcotics as well as a wide variety of illicit goods and informations. These items could only be purchased using Bitcoin. So fuck Bitcoin. Bitcoin is legal, man. Fuck that shit. You're only doing illegal shit with Bitcoin. Uh, apparently, though, it says the Silk Road was shut down in 2013 after an investigation. Its founder, Ross Ulbricht, was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Let's go to the dark web. Uh, Non-criminal use of the dark web. 
Uh, so some people have legal reasons to want anonymity. Their lives may be in danger or the information they possess is sensitive or even volatile. Journalists have been known to use the dark web to contact sources anonymously or to store sensitive documents. The dark web has been a safe haven of sorts for people who want to share information without being detected by an authoritarian regime. So maybe that's where the fucking uh, whistleblower should go. Whistleblowers should hang out on the dark web. And then it goes on to, uh, I guess it tells you how to use tools to get to the dark web. A uh, popular browser is called Tor, T-O-R. But I don't want any of this shit. I don't, I don't want any part of it. If you guys go to the dark web, let me know. Why do you go to the dark web? You don't even have to tell me who you are. I'm just curious. I have zero interest on in going it. I, I'm just too fearful. I'm the guy who gets banned from Facebook for telling jokes. What do you think is going to happen to me if I fucking look for one second at the dark web? Someone's going to be blowing in my front door and fucking arresting me and shooting my dogs. I got no, no interest in the fucking dark web at all, everybody. None at all. Uh, so that's it, everybody. That's the podcast for me today. The special Patreon. I'm going to see a wrestling event tonight that should be fun little like local promotion and god i find them so much more fun than the bigger ones only because it's kind of like they do whatever the hell they want and you get so super close it just reminds me of like a again the version of comedy of like this is it's a bar show and you never know what the hell you're going to get doesn't mean that it's going to be bad just means it's probably going to be a little wild a little rough a little uh, raw around the edges so it'll be fun uh, and letting you guys know too, uh, we're going to start doing another poll. We're going to do a poll on Monday with uh, Christmas songs. So if you guys got any suggestions for the Christmas songs, get them to us by Monday. Uh, cause I want to do, we're doing another bracket Christmas songs. What's the best Christmas song? I want to get at least 16 and, uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, send me them suggestions otherwise i'm just gonna fucking put jingle bells in there and let's see what the hell happens right mariah carey everybody loves mariah carey right so i uh, got i'm sure if you guys are doing the patreon you guys are already on the uh twitter fan page and the facebook fan page i would appreciate it if you guys did that as well too and uh, i'm doing my christmas cards everybody so if you would like a christmas card it's my my yearly tradition i send out hundreds of christmas cards this year it's 500 they're a little weird. They're not your traditional, hey, Merry Christmas. Thanks. Have a good New Year. Uh, mine are funny. Hopefully, it's a funny picture. And then on the back, it's uh, some funny saying. Some can be a little more uh, saucy in language. A couple swear words here or there. Hopefully, you find it funny. So if you guys are interested in a uh, Christmas card, get at me too, and I'll get you one. So, uh, But that's it. We'll see you guys back on Monday for the freebie. I uh, hope the rest of your weekend's good. Take care. We'll see you. Okay, bye.